Hello, I'm Regina Botras and this is Backstage, where we talk with the who's who on stage, in dance, comedy and performing arts, speaking with the leading theatre makers of our times and how they came to the stage and what drives them and inspires them. My guests are Tom Dawson and Meg Hieronymus who plays Fish and Cherry in Cherry Smoke, which is playing at the King's Cross Theatre from March the 24th. It follows four young kids trying to grow up into adults in a society that has neglected them. Um, before we say too much about it, please welcome uh, Tom and Meg. Hello. <laughs> Thanks Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. So before we get into this uh work this production that's sort of coming to the stage how did you both get into acting is it something you always wanted to do oh i grew up doing musical theater my whole life and dancing and i think there were so many clues that i should have always been an actor but i think i don't know why it never clicked um until i was a lot older and and then i couldn't deny it any longer and (laughs) you know and just end up going to acting school and studying and then kind of locked in for life I think now (laughs) (laughs) so but that's the that's kind of the way for young girls it's often the I don't know you just sort of have to do dance classes whether it's ballet or tap or jazz or whatever it's sort of something that is in a girl's life but I guess coming from that you know you are learning obviously learning a lot of acting schools there's the end of year shows and things like that I imagine yeah oh absolutely it was like always the the things I loved the most about dance was essentially acting I just didn't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know why it just never clicked until I was much older and, um, well, I, you know, I was in this dance career and then had this injury that sort of stopped me from dancing. And oh. then I had, I hadn't, I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I knew that I wanted to act, but I was so fearful of it. Um, and somehow pushed through and here I am. <laughs> okay. So what was that injury? I ruptured my ACL and tore my meniscus in my my knee yes I had a knee reconstruction yeah yes the way of the dancer's life but I'm sure like that has led to a lot of understanding for an actor an actor's body on stage yeah big time big time it um and influences a lot of my practice as well now even with physical theater and um so that's a big part of what I do and um, yeah. Did you actually study acting or or was it you just fell into it? Yeah, no, I, I studied um, in Sydney um, at AFTT and um, and then I studied also at Stella Adler um, Academy of Acting oh. in LA. So that must have been, yeah, what a world that would have been, like an introduction into a very different kind of acting life. Absolutely. Oh, it was bonkers, but phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Yeah. yeah. And Tom, how did you come to be an actor then? Well, yeah, sim- I mean, I've sort of, sort of always wanted to perform. I think that's, I've never really had anything else that I've um, wanted to do. I, similarly to, to Meg, I, I, I danced for a little bit. Both of my parents were dancers, so I, I danced for a little bit growing up and then had a similar realisation where I thought, oh, actually what I like about this is, is acting. So decided to go you know, full throttle in that direction and okay. um, not really looked back since. So what kind of dance was it? Uh, contemporary, mainly. I oh. sort of dipped my toes in tap and jazz, but 
um, wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> you dipped your tapping toes. Because uh, tap yeah. seems to be having a resurgence, I, I, as far as I understand. I mean, I saw uh, the musical Joseph and his Technicolor Dreams, but there's tap dancing there. It seems like someone told me. I don't know if it's true. Is it true that it's tap is It's coming back. Is, yeah. It's uh, coming back. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, it's an incredible art form, so... Yeah. Did you do tap as well, Meg? Oh yeah, it was everything. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, every sort of style and stream of dance. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so did you study as well, Tom? Did you go and kind of do a school? I, I did. Yeah, I um, studied here in Sydney at NIDA. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, what an immersive life that is. You have to kind of give up everything, right? I mean, you have to do that really as an actor, I suppose, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, definitely. It's the, it's the full, it's the nine to five every day. I had to move over from Melbourne. I'm from Melbourne originally, so moved over to Sydney to study. And um, But it was fantastic. I loved that about it. I That was my favourite part, that it was just yeah. all the time. So what was, what was both of you, what was something that you learnt from the acting school that you kind of was, I don't know, that you still carry today in, into your acting? Like letting go of uh, what you think is good and bad performance I think is a is a big one and just trying to play um and have fun is often what brings out the best in in your own acting oh yeah so that kind of self-criticism yeah 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 and trying to not um ignore it because you can't but just um sort of let it live at the back of your head and and try and play Mm. and make yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. I think not to be that kind of person, but I think the biggest takeaway is um, that it's all the process of it and it is all about the process rather than the outcome or the there's no goal. It's all about just um, working on the thing and, and honouring it and this, this craft that has existed since the beginning of time, you know, and um, yeah. that dedication to it and... I don't know that that that's it's super important to me. Um, I think yeah, that's probably probably it. I just it's so much fun just working with text and breaking it all down, and um, there's nothing else really more important than that. I guess <laughs> it's sort of life, isn't it? I mean, there's it's such an enviable pathway or career to take, but it's also incredibly difficult and you're so vulnerable and you're so putting yourself out there on stage so let's have a chat about cherry smoke this as i understand it you guys are playing like much younger than you are kind of characters right how old are you yeah the play jumps around a bit we sort of um there's a lot of flashbacks uh it follows sort of the story of these characters as adults but in order to understand that story we jump back to when they're 10, 14, 13 years old. And so there are scenes where we're playing much, much younger than ourselves. Okay. So how do you do that? Are you finding like physical techniques or something that reflects the younger you? Like what is been, we've the way in for We've definitely been you? working with our director, Charlie. Has, uh, it's, uh, we've been focusing a lot on the physical transformation because there's a lot of the transitions where we're not leaving the stage but it's going from like an older version into a 10 year old version of us. Um, and so, yeah, a lot through physicality, I guess. Um, would you add any on to that, Tom? And just, I think, um, finding your inner child really like you, uh, rather than, um, playing a 
like playing a, a caricature of a kid, just finding what, you know, finding the play and the sort of um, childlike nature in yourself as an adult and trying to bring that out. And I think the, the, the language lends itself to that anyway, the way it's written. Yeah. Mm. There for us already, you know, to... Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, is it is it also in the the way you speak? But I suppose it's in the way it's written um, in a lot of ways. Like as a child, you talk differently, just the kind of construction of sentences maybe even. Yeah, yeah, the text is doing a lot of work. So to set the scene for us, where are we? Are we? Because uh, I understand it's set in Pennsylvania. Are we keeping it there for this production? We are, we are. We're setting it. So Pittsburgh in Western Pennsylvania, we're keeping it there rural so fish um is a is a young man who's been boxing his whole life since he was a young since he was literally nine years old um to make money for the family um he's been in and out of jail many times um and he's just gotten back out he's 23 years old and him his brother his girlfriend cherry um and bug are trying to make sure that he doesn't go back into jail and trying to keep keep this little tight tight knit unit that they've got, um, which is stable. Your character, right? You're a fish. You're playing yes. that character. How is yeah. that to play? Do you, have you done boxing? <laughs> um, I've done a little bit. Um, I'm doing. I'm sort of doing a lot of training now to sort of get my get my head around it. Um, mm. Trying to get it into my body a little bit more. Um, so yeah, that's been really fun. I think even just as a personal thing, like like boxing has always been something that I've always wanted to pick up. So this has been a great opportunity to start practicing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. So, but what is this mind of this young man, boy, man, to kind of throw yourself into? Obviously, I am assuming you haven't been in prison or anything like that. So, and there's sort of what is going on for him? I think it's just a necessity. I think he's, it's just a way of him providing for the people that he loves and trying to make um a living really but is he fighting something inside of himself like or is his family or his culture like society or well absolutely i think i think all the characters are i think the the play is about um you know we've been talking a lot about whether these characters accept um their situation or whether they're fighting against it um, I think Fish is a character that is definitely fighting against it and trying to get out and break this cycle that he's in. And Meg, who, who is Cherry? Cherry, does she smoke? Cherry smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there is something in that, but uh, yeah, okay. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but yes, I, I play I play Cherry. And to jump off what Tom was saying, I don't. I think she's a bit more accepting of of what they have. The limited of what they do have um and she's endured a lot of childhood trauma she's been dealt quite a significant lot of I we can't swear i was can we swear i don't know you can swear warning shit. Swearing, mate. i was gonna say shit but and the way but she's still got this incredible amount of hope and the way that she views the world is really special and i think she's just trying to make the best life that she can have with what she has and it's it is sort of enough for her whereas with fish you know we talk about how he he needs more and she's 
she's a bit of a nomad. She kind of, she's lived um, on an old school bus by herself since she was a really young kid, since about 10, 11 ish, um, post a lot of really intense things happening to her in her family home. And uh, she's a bit of a, she's a bit of a witch. She's like, she sees the world. She's very intuitive. Um, she's a bit magical, um, has these kind of fun ideas to do with nature and the world. And it's a lot. Yeah. What a lot that they've all lived through, it sounds like. So it sounds like she's also kind of this voice of reason in the, so if there's a group of four, do they all have sort of, obviously they all have their own kind of, characters but is she sort of I don't know is there conflict within the four as well I suppose oh yeah yeah big time I think a lot with within the brothers um Fish and Duffy um and then Bug is Duffy's wife um there's the and there's conflict within all four of them I think um I don't think Cherry gets it as as involved she's a little bit more not on that. That's not her journey, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. You're a couple in this production. How do you play that? Like, what is what is the world of intimacy like on stage? I don't know how intimate you get, but, you know, it's such a, a an interesting – I always find it interesting to talk about that kind of relationship world. Yeah, they do – there is a lot of intimacy in the play for all four characters, but we, we are working with Stephen Lubavitch, who is our uh, – uh, I don't. I think intimacy coordinator, and so we've been working with them, um, and they're fantastic. In you know, we, me and Tom, we've never worked together before, and we've got just this short amount of time to make it believe that these two characters have known each other their whole lives, and so yeah, it, it's a bit of a process, but luckily, you know, we we feel that like we both trust each other, and it is like there's a lot of protocols. Yeah. What are they? How do you work? Is it choreographed? Like, what is it? Absolutely. It's all choreography. And both parties or whoever's involved being enthusiastic and giving consent and recognising that in the other person. And it's really fortunate that I, Tom and I feel like we've, we already trust each other so much, even though we, we, we both feel like we've got a common goal of wanting to make this the best show it can be. So... Yeah, not a hardship. It's it, I can't help but think like you're working with these two characters on stage who are damaged characters. What if you personally have your own kind of, I don't know, damage that you can't, you know, you've experienced in your life, whether that is an injury of a knee and you can't kneel on it or, you know, emotional baggage. I guess it's that kind of where, what is that space like to work in? Is it yeah, maybe you describe it rather than me guess. I mean, things like an intimacy coordinator and having the director there and a team there is so important because I don't think there's there would be ever any need for a scene or a moment to, whether it's a physical or an emotional injury, to sort of touch on any of that. I think as long, so the, the ultimate goal is that we all feel safe and like we can do our job and so we have... Um, you know, Charlie, they're directing. We have our own techniques as actors so that we don't have to go method or anything like that, which can be, you know, dangerous and silly. But we've... <laughs> uh, and, and that's why, yes, having Stephen there is, is amazing because it means that before, before, any, any, before those sort of barriers are crossed, 
we can identify them and, and sort of steer clear. We just make it really, really clear as well, like yeah. explicitly and uh, we give consent. We audibly voice what's, you know, where and where we can't be touched or whatever it may be. It's very specific and it's very thorough. You said method, Tom, which I understand is a, you know, a style of acting where you kind of get right into the character. You actually become the character and lived that experience. Is that my right? Is that right understanding? And then how, what is the method or not saying method, but what is the style of acting that is kind of currently thought of? Um, I actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like I have a whole lot of authority saying what method acting really is. It's not really a, a style of acting that I've ever been interested in. I sort of come from a school of thought about there's a, a lot of techniques that you can use with your voice and body and, and just sort of text analysis that you can just, you can bring to a role that mean that you never ever have to use personal experience or become sort of a, become a character in any sort of way. You can just play the scene as it is and then and walk away from it at the end. I think that for me feels a lot safer. Got it. Right. So this production, Cherry's Make, you're kind of, like you said, moving in time between the older you and the younger you. How is that, like, played out on stage? I know you said, you know, you go back to you being young and you're looking back. Have you changed? Like, what is that transformation that takes place for you? Is it accepting or the world that you were in or are you seeing it really for what it was or what is that why is it written like that I suppose I think um well it it goes sort of back to what we were saying before about how it's so I mean this script is amazing I think so much in the text and the text does so much work for us already when playing those scenes as kids we were talking the other day in rehearsal about like what what game are they playing? And like, that's not necessarily like a game of tennis or something, but it's like a what act, what um, social or like mental game are they playing with each other? Um, and finding what those games are. And, and yeah, it's sort of just having fun with it, really. Yeah. And Meg, you said that like your character, Cherry, has grown up in a, well, been alone in a caravan or something for a lot yeah, of Yeah, the bus, yeah us what how do you find that 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 relates or how does it relate to Australia I suppose are you do you draw those lines for yourself or I'm sure it's regardless of location it's it's a a, a, not relatable maybe a relevant story that is touching on these periphery communities um that we don't really see on stage very often um and that it is timeless in that this could be set in whatever in the last hundred years and it's still an issue that's kind of very widespread. Well, I suppose it sounds like that kind of the social pressures of being a young adult, whatever they are, wherever you are, there is some kind of, whether that is poverty, it sounds like they're quite, you know, low socioeconomic group of kids that are trying to elevate themselves from their circumstances. And that can be obviously anywhere um what has been the biggest challenge or what challenges have you come across with this production put staging um it's so far from my own lived experience and the research of going into that and understanding how that 
you know, that the, the trauma that they've endured and things like that, how that then manifests and then how we tell that story. Um, and just kind of understanding, like, it's just this, it's a very different way of life to perhaps us more me living in Sydney in this busy city in the inner West, you know, like it's very, um, it's a much slower pace of life. And, um, but, and it's quick and it, 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 the, the story moves really quick and they jump from scene to scene and it happens kind of just in this little block that we've got. Um, and yeah, trying to track it, I guess, is, is kind of the current current challenge that we're going through in rehearsals um, of trying to map that sort of journey that they go on, um, especially back, like jumping back and forth between time. Um, but it's so fun. It's great. Yeah. Tom, what was your, have this been a challenge that you've found? Yeah, I think I agree with Meg. I think the main thing is just making sure we're doing it justice. It's such a big story and there's such um, beautiful characters and so just making sure that we're doing everything that we can to tell this story as well as we possibly can and to um to really know what we're we're saying and what we're talking about um so that yeah we do it justice i think is is the biggest challenge um and the most what makes it the most fun as well um yeah yeah. and learning to box (laughs) and <laughs> learning to box and being a I mean I was gonna say being playing a little kid again but I guess acting in a way is there is a lot of playing that goes on yeah acting, which I just love those scenes are so fun though we always talk about those me and Tom the the child yeah. scenes are, yeah. just... are you reminded of yourself as a child 100% and also that I think yeah like we like Meg said I think those scenes are actually weirdly the most fun and the easiest um, because they're they're the, they're light and joyful. They're just kids, and but that kind of carries on. That sort of unapologeticness is sort of a common theme, I think, with these these people. There's no filter on any of them. Um, I don't think that they, they can't they can't have one. It's just that their life is so extreme or so just is that yeah. Mm. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Tom, I cut you off there. No, no, no that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom and Meg, thank you so much for joining me. I hope we kind of got it across. I mean, it's we we kind of dug and pulled it all apart, and then I feel like we should put it all back together now and just go and see it. I suppose. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. So much, it's yeah. Kind of- Pleasure. That was Tom Dawson and Meg Hieronymus who play Fish and Cherry in Cherry Smoke, which is playing at the King's Cross Theatre from March 24th.